Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia, and then we have Nadia on co-hosting. Hey, Nadia. Hey everyone. And then we have Anthony, our guest. I'm Saudi American and a lesbian. Um, hey, I'm Lebanese American. I'm queer. Um, I'm a dancer, choreographer, so I'm excited to be on this episode. I'm Anthony Nakhle, Lebanese, 23 years old, queer forever, dancer, choreographer, creative. That's me. Go look up his videos. They're great. Yeah, I, I follow you too. Thank you. <laughs> And tomorrow you are headed abroad. Um, is that for anything dance related? Yeah, tomorrow I'm heading to China to three cities, Shanghai, Beijing and Chengdu mm -hmm. to teach in Millennium Dance Complex. It's the same school that's in LA, Vegas and mostly everywhere around the world. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So yeah, they contacted me last March. Actually, it's my it was my first time going there in March 2019, and then they contacted me again to go a second time, and it's gonna be for a month and a half. Oh, and sure. then after that, I had yeah, and after that, I had to uh, Los Angeles, to, uh, you know, train and work, be there again. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Um, so just yeah. for everyone watching who hasn't already stalked your videos, um, could you like describe your work, what your choreography is like, where you've performed? Uh, just give like a little summary. Okay. Well, I'm trained in all aspects of dance. I started off in ballet at Karakalla here in Lebanon when I was eight or nine, I guess. And then at the age of I kept training till the age of 15 and then I started to book jobs in Lebanon and the Middle East, whether it was music videos, live shows with artists, openings for um, channels, all the entertainment things that an artist would do. I did that till I was 19, well actually 18 and then I got, I got to be in the show So You Think You Can Dance, the Middle East version. I totally watched that. <laughs> yeah, and I got to the semifinals. After that, I kept like working a little bit, saving some money. When I felt like I have, not that I have nothing else to do, but when I felt like I needed to expand my knowledge more and, you know, actually pursue this as a life career, I was like, okay, it's time to go to New York. <laughs> And I've always wanted to go to New York as I was a kid. Like I kept dreaming about it and all of that. So at the age of 19, I was like basically turning 20. I, I went to New York and I applied for Broadway Dance Center. I started my trainings there at the school. And after that, I met my teacher, my mentor, um, Yanis Marshall. And that's when I actually started. I specialized in heels, if you want, when I when I met him. After like a few classes and all, he asked me to be his assistant. So of course I said yes. Yeah. So after <laughs> and, classes, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was I was so stressed. Like the first class I remember thinking about it. I'm like, oh, should I? Should I not? It's my first time in heels. How am I gonna do this? But then I was like, why not? I almost cursed, by the way. Sorry. Uh, no, you can curse <laughs> um, on <laughs> Okay, I was like, fuck That's it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I went to his classes like a few times. And after that, he 
offered me to be his assistant after I finished my program there because I was on a program at that school. Professional semester or like there? Yes, it's like semesters, three yeah. months, six months, a year. So yeah, after I finished that, I came back to Lebanon to do my visas and I traveled with him to Tokyo, Taipei, Taiwan, wow. Australia, LA, New York. And, you know, he took me around and it was like a beautiful time because I got to train under his knowledge, which is something insane. And any dancer would like aspire to that. So I'm very grateful and I'm very happy to how he like changed my life, if you want, and changed the way I dance. Like he has a huge part of how I dance. He has a huge part of my life and how I dance and everything. He's a big part of it. And after that, I tried because I was, first of all, I was on a student visa in the States. After that, I was on a tourist visa. And when I got to LA, I was like, okay, I need to find a job. I need to get signed with someone so they can do my papers and all of that. I didn't think it's going to be as hard <laughs> as oh, it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I spent some time there, like maybe two or three months in LA trying to, to like find a job or find someone to help me with my visa, you know? Yeah. But it didn't happen. So I was like, I was like, okay, I think I'm going to go home because I'm broke and I paid all my money and I can't make any more money. So let's just take it as it comes. So as soon as I came back to Lebanon, you know, when, when you land, you open the first thing you do is open your phone and check your messages. And as soon as I did that, I received a message from Cirque du Soleil. Holy oh shit. <laughs> I know. And, uh, and they were like, we're searching for one guy in heels and we want to see your availability. Da, 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 all these stuff and the choreographer of that show is Yanis Marshall so oh he recommended yeah and yeah. I was like god damn it like couldn't you send me that message yesterday one day ago exactly and then two weeks after me being in Lebanon they were able to help me with my papers and they did my working design everything yeah and I went to Vegas because oh the god. show was in Vegas Zumanity yeah mm -hmm. Um, so I went there around November, two years ago. Okay. Yeah, I was in a contract with them for a year. What was that? And it was, it was intense. It was beautiful, but at the same time intense. I'm just going to be honest with you guys. It's a lot of work. I mean, yeah, it's a big company and everything. Yeah. But it's a lot of work, like repetitive work if you want like we had i've heard to that do the show twice. from other yeah. cirque people like it, the repetition is a yeah. lot yeah so it was a lot of repetition and like my my dream was to be in la or new york like dancing booking jobs here and there you know with this artist with that artist okay yeah. and then when i when when i saw that it's like i'm kind of just with Cirque mm -hmm. I was like okay well this is amazing like wow like what a great yeah. life-changing opportunity and I did that but then after a year you know you start to switch how you think and where you want to be in life and yeah. all of that yeah. um, so I stopped working with them and I'm in the process of doing my own working visa now which is going to happen oh, like cool. in one month, I guess I'm going to get it finally after Yay. a year Yay. <laughs> of struggle. 
LA. I know. I Wait, know. which I for which email, city? Like, which city? LA. Oh, LA. okay, for LA. LA. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that because I I like to be kind of all over the dance scene, you know, like yeah. doing this, doing that, going here, going there, being able to travel, and no one telling you no, you can't, you know, like, and I'm too young for just being stuck in one place so i would like to expand more learn more create work on my own art work on my own creativity you know yeah I, being on contract is like great just for like stability and having like money and papers yeah, and I, exactly. I would find it personally but it's also like you can't yeah i mean it, it felt amazing yeah it felt amazing to have your own like um money and like your own house your own car like feel settled and like your life is going perfect but deep down like deep inside there's something like a burning that you're like you need to do something else girl mm. like get yeah. out yeah so yeah oh, I'm and so then, excited for you yeah thank you so much and then i around that time when i was like starting to prepare my papers by myself like almost a year ago i started to receive emails from schools around the world and one of them was in china millennium in china so i said yes to going and teaching and it was it was actually my first not my first but one of like the big jobs that i booked by myself as a teacher which i'm very happy about because it's something i never thought i would experience and i didn't want yeah yeah and like i didn't know if i'm gonna be able to handle it or you know just be good at what i'm gonna do but once i got there and like i saw the energy of the dancers and like the effect that you have on people by just like talking to them or teaching them or telling them do this do that fix this fix that yeah that gave me like something very fulfilling and i felt very good about it and i i just wanted to, to do it more so i decided after china to go to romania to teach and i got booked to teach their two workshops in Romania during oh, the summer cool. this summer yeah so i was teaching heels in all around like in different cities in Romania i ended up i was supposed to be there for two weeks but i ended up staying there for three months oh wow <laughs> yeah cuz 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 after the workshops i met like some amazing people there that really helped me with my stay that we i started to meet like artists singers they messaged me like uh-huh. we want you in this music video we want you to choreograph this there's a festival happening in two weeks please stay for the wow, that so you know like the word the word went around that like i'm a dancer and heels and so i was like yeah why not and i was you know i was in a place in my life where I didn't know what I want or I didn't know who I am as an artist and like I was still trying to discover who that is mm-hmm. and I was like yeah I think think that's a good idea like why not if if work is coming my way and it's something that I want to do and something that I always thought of doing and it's coming right now yeah go for it yeah so ended up staying there for 3 months that's and incredible. it was it, it was a beautiful 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 time I think 3 weeks ago I came back to Lebanon to do my visa again for China and here I am leaving tomorrow for China <laughs> to teach again. 
Lebanon got you for a, a little window of time. Exactly. It always gets me for a little bit of a window. <laughs> but you've yeah. been like working and teaching there a little bit too, right? When you're back. Yeah, every time I come back, the thing is, whenever I come back to Lebanon, it's never like a long stay. It's like maximum, maximum one month mm -hmm. just for me to do my papers to go to the next city or to the next place or you know but every time i'm here i give workshop you know work around because it's the industry here and i've been in yeah. it for way too long so whatever there is that i like and that i want to be part of i'm like okay i'll do that but other than that i try as much as i can not to be involved in the dance scene here or the not the dance scene but the you know the music video scene and being like surrounded with lebanese artists here i try as much as i can to step away from it and just teach and give classes okay. is that because like you know you'll just get totally sucked back in again if you start not sucked back but they're just gonna Oh, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a total dick, but but I really don't like working with Lebanese artists or singers, actually singers, not artists, Lebanese okay. singers, Yanni. That's fair. All yeah. the singers that are the old singers or whatever. Yeah. I don't like to work with them because as much as they say that they're evolving and like they want this and this and that. Mm -hmm. It's still bad. Well, not bad, but it's still it's still not the type of work that I want to show my face to or it's okay. not where I am in life right now. Maybe five years ago when I was still like a kid wanting to be on TV and da 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 mm -hmm. and oh my god, with this singer, with that singer, yes, I would have done. But now I'm I'm good. <laughs> What's been like the response um when you're back like teaching workshops or working with dance studios, dance companies back in Lebanon? Are people just like, yeah, taking the heels choreography or is there like some resistance? In the dance scene, there's no resistance. Like they're all very much into it and they see the thing is the internet is playing a huge part right now in the community right. and especially here in Lebanon knowing that there's no there is classes don't get me wrong there is classes maybe not the best classes ever but you can still learn one thing or two but all we have here is like the internet and like the videos watching people from millennium in LA doing choreographies and heels and that and this like multiple dance styles and that's what's keeping the dancers here motivated so whenever there's something new coming their way aka me teaching them heels every now and then you know because it's not a regular thing that i do since i'm not here so they always show up and like they show support and they're they're really hungry to learn which is beautiful you know and there is a huge potential here but you just need to find the right people who are willing to invest their time and the new talent that's coming up and really help them and guide them how to do things and where to start dance-wise, you know what I mean? So the response is always, it's always positive. Of course, you're going to have people saying, oh, why is he dancing in heels? Why is he mm -hmm. doing that? Like, go to hell, go die, da 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 da, -da. But yeah. So that's, from, really that's like from people not in the dance scene, right? Exactly, exactly. Okay. Exactly, yeah. but everyone, everyone in the dance scene is mostly supportive, you know. That's great. Because I feel like, yeah. like Giannis in particular has just gone so viral that it's just kind of a normalized thing. Now. Exactly, it's it's becoming more open, if you want, like the fact that 
a guy is dancing in a heel. It's not it's here in Lebanon. It's not that much, but I'm saying like the states and Europe and all of that. It's it's starting to become like more loose, which is great. And here in Lebanon, like I recently um, met some drag queens and they're doing their own shows and their own performances. And just to see the scene here is evolving now. To see that and to witness that is something very nice. And I never. thought it's gonna happen like anytime soon but when i came back from romania i went to i was judging one of their balls it was my first time actually like seeing them live and their performances and their outfits and their makeup and i was like wow like i had no idea this exists here in lebanon and to that like i salute you guys because what you're doing is really like groundbreaking and it's you're actually sending a message so just seeing how they're evolving in this country and like the norms and all of that we're just you know doing it yes we are scared of course who isn't scared but at some point you being scared just goes away because you love what you do so much and you just want to do it yeah. you know mm-hmm. and at some point if you just do it genuinely and from the bottom of your heart people are going to accept that because they're going to see oh like he's having the time of his life like yeah. this is beautiful you know so people are starting to realize that more nowadays yeah we've also talked to some people involved in the drag scene in Beirut and yeah, yeah. they're yeah. they're really they go all out <laughs> do you know emigration the drag queen i know of her name yeah she she was on or he yeah, he, he he was on uh, <laughs> our our podcast and yeah it was really he came to new york Sweet. in the summer and yeah we hung out a little bit yeah nice. yeah, yeah but i think cool. also like especially with dance like at some point people they stop fixating on the fact that like oh it's a guy in heels and they're just like they have to just appreciate like the level exactly. of like skill and intricacy that's going in there because at some point like it's it's not a gimmick it's it's an art form and you just have to acknowledge exactly exactly sometimes i forget that people are still fixated on the gender thing like i was showing someone just like a random dance person some heels choreo that i really liked and i was yeah. more just like looking at it like oh my god like look at this musicality here and he was like so fixated on the gender aspect of like not in a negative way but like oh my god fabulous it's a guy in heels and i was like oh yeah like i guess that's still a thing but I was kind of moving <laughs> past that. I just really oh, like and that too. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I don't think it's ever gonna go away. I mean, I, I don't know if I want to say that's that. That's the right point. Now. I, I, I just I forget how, <laughs> but, how some people like that's all they see, or that's the first thing they see. Yeah, when there's so much course. more going especially, on. Especially, people who are not into dancing. You know, if yeah. you just show it to a random person, of course they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's a man in." heels he's not gonna be like ah his body moves it's very fluid you know like there's like just look at that syncopation right there yeah there's none of that (laughs) Uh, yeah i guess but it's all good yeah uh taking a step back can you talk about like you're talking a little bit about what's available in terms of dance training in lebanon can you talk a bit about your own training growing up and who you were working with Well, I started dancing because I took a random hip hop class, I guess it was, or like street jazz or something like this. And I was at a football game with my father because he's a sports teacher. 
And during the break time, like I was just walking around the facility and there were like people dancing in a class. So I went in and I just randomly took the class. And then the teacher came to my father like after a few classes later and she was like, hey, your kid is good. Like if you really want him to keep dancing or whatever, he needs to start like professionally training like with ballet and jazz and, you know, the proper training. So she recommended um, Caracalla. So my parents took me there. My mom took me there. And I kind of had to audition the mm-hmm. first three classes. They were ballet, jazz, and uh, steel Caracalla, which is the depke they do, mm-hmm. but their own way. So I had to audition and I did the classes. And then at the end, Ali Saad came to my mom and she was like, yeah, we're going to take him. He has something special and we want to work on that. So I got accepted with them, but I was crying every single time I had to go there because, you know, I was young and I was wearing tights and I had to do ballet and I was like, I don't want to. And my friends are laughing at me at school, even in, even in Caracalla, like I can still remember some of the girls like laughing or, you know, just the small talks, which, no, I was the only guy. (laughs) Typical. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was like nine and then the rest were like 13, 14, you know? So I was, oh shit. Like, oh my God, am I going to really do this? So I'm just going to start crying and maybe my family is going to empathize with me and not send me to dance. (laughs) But that didn't happen. They, they were like, no, you're going to go, you're going to go, you're going to go. So yeah, for like seven years straight, I, just kept training with Caracalla and ballet, jazz, and folklore. Now, not sure about the classes here in Lebanon, because honestly, mm-hmm. I have been on and off Lebanon for four years now mm-hmm. in total. I'm not like, I feel like there's a lot of schools that opened recently that are just like salsa. Oh God, I really don't want to say that. I sound like a bitch, but not proper school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. actually like teach your kid like the fundamentals of dance is is becoming more of commercial thing yeah i'm teaching this i'm doing this yeah put your kid here put your kid there it's starting to become i don't know weird yeah like m- maybe people are more people are trying it as a hobby or like an occasional yeah. thing yeah and, something. yeah and yeah. that's kind of taking the seriousness of being a dancer like it's a whole Mm -hmm. lifestyle it's a whole it is a lifestyle and you can make it a lifestyle if you're really into it but here it's just like becoming yellow you know i'm i'm going to take a dance class or i took salsa or i took zumba and i'm like girl zumba is not a form of dance stop it yeah yeah it's not but it's fine people can zoom it's fine like (laughs) as a workout no, people... Yeah. No, I know what I'm you mean. Saying, I'm not talking bad about Zumba. Trust me, <laughs> I, I don't mind it at all. But I'm saying you can't call yourself a dancer if you did a Zumba class. Like, come on. But that's the case here in Lebanon. That's that's what's, like, sad. Because people just take one dance class or two dance classes or whatever the case might be. And then they're like, okay, I just opened a new school. Come take my classes. And I'm oh, like, wow. girl, how? Yeah. It's not literally, but... 
Uh-huh. That's yeah. the, like that's the idea, you know. But I think Arakala is still giving good classes like ballet mm-hmm. and contemporary. And there's awesome. um, Arabesque, uh, the school in uh, Junier, I guess. Arazir, in Razir. It's called Arabesque. They also give like good ballet classes. There's another teacher, his name is George. I don't know the name of the school. I can't remember right now. It's also good in ballet. Well, there was a new company. It's called Beirut Contemporary Ballet. And actually, a very good friend of mine started it. Her name is Jenna Younes. With a, with a choreographer from Denmark. His name is Jens. And they started this company here in Lebanon. And they were doing, like, performances. And they were training, like, holding classes, contemporary classes. And it was actually very, very good. And I went there and I trained with them. And I did an event with them. And it's good. You know, it's a good training. The thing is, people are the young people who just want to dance and, you know, just do hip hop and to like be full out and whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not going to show up to ballet or contemporary. So I don't know what what should be done for them to understand that you can't go about dance if you're not really trained and if you didn't train in all of these dance styles before you know but i kind of understand that like if you if you put a a video of someone doing contemporary and then if you put another video next to it of someone doing full out hip-hop choreography people who are 14 or 13 or 15 they're gonna be like oh shit i want to go to the hip-hop class like because it's the song i love the song i know it so they just go to the comfort side of it and then they decide to do this instead i think but also like that people just don't have like a sense of like dance can be a career at this point because there hasn't been a professional scene for that long true but also what not like what bothers me is that the young people, like, if you really want to make this happen, because in my classes, they always come to me and they're like, oh, I want to I wanna do this. I want to travel. I want to be that. I want to do this. And, you know, I give them some advice and all. But at the end of the day, if you really want to make this as your life, you got to do your own research at some point as well. You need to be curious enough. You need to be smart enough to go back home and go on Google or I don't know, YouTube or whatever it is and just search and do your research. Know what you want. Know what it is that you're signing up for. Don't wait for a teacher or for someone to come and hold you by the hand and tell you, hey, listen, you need to do this, this and this because you need to learn the hard way and you just gotta do it like do your research that's the main thing that i would say for dancers now just be curious to know what it is that you want and learn about it by yourself yeah because everyone's path is opportunity comes exactly and And then if a teacher comes yeah and if a teacher comes or if an opportunity comes go take it learn from it but then because we're in lebanon and because knowing how not limited but Mm -hmm. At the same time, limited classes and styles and how much you can evolve here in classes is in Lebanon. Do your own research, you know, like do it. You can do it. You just got to believe that you can and do it. Yeah, that's probably yeah. it's kind of liberating to think like that and realize, yeah, there's no prescribed way to do things. Yeah, you just you just got to train. You just got to train and you need to be smart 
to know what is the training that you need. You know, mission, no, yalla, I go take this class, I go take this class, mm-hmm. and I go take this class in hopes for me to become a better dancer. No, it doesn't work like this. You need to take the right class. You know, it doesn't matter if you take 50 classes of nonsense and you take 10 classes of ballet for a month, no, for two weeks, let's say, or whatever. I, I want you to do that for 10 days, yeah. I'd rather you take ballet for 10 days than take random classes a bunch for, of for a month things. and yeah. sing. Exactly, exactly. I think that yeah. can that applies to so many different forms of art. Yeah, that kind of thing. True, yeah. true. Okay, changing yeah. gears a little bit, uh, I'm just kind of curious, what have been your favorite and least favorite dance jobs you've ever had? My favorite and my least favorite jobs? Yeah. I can tell you very easily my least, well, jobs... I say with an S at the end because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot. I would say the ones that I did when I was growing up, when I was like around the age of 16, 17, when I was just like randomly working with artists and like music videos and all of that. You know, back then, back then it was nice because I was young and I was like, oh my God, I'm working for that. I'm with this. But now reflecting back on it, I'm like, now god like why did i do that or if i watch a music video from six years ago i'm like oh shit why did i think this was good should we go those music videos right now no don't do that let me Uh, like (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i would say the jobs that i did when i was young 16 17 these are the jobs that i don't like as much i don't have like a specific name for a job title that i'm gonna give you but yeah this era my favorite one oh god that's a hard question well that's (laughs) like i'm I'm thinking about my top three you can pick top three yeah top three okay Cirque, Cirque du soleil oh when i got booked for try well when i get booked to go teach somewhere let's put that in one category whether it was China, Romania, and, you know, like all around. And when I work with Yanis, when he takes me on jobs with him, like I remember doing the Deadpool 2 movie with Celine Dion and Ryan Reynolds. I mean, that was something insane. So, yeah, I would say that. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a solid top three. yeah well that's um, good that's good you. it's hard to figure out what's your favorite that's the yeah majority. because i feel like it's a lot it's a lot what's your yeah. favorite place that you've traveled to teach or perform australia oh cool well oh my god no wait 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 <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, look Australia, Nadia, you Australia with the hard was... questions. I'm just saying I know. No, look, Australia was was beautiful. I went to Australia with Giannis. He took me with him. And we went all around Australia and it really was nice. You know, the cities were beautiful and the whole thing was nice. And meeting the dancers there and seeing how beautiful they are and how good of dancers they are, like it felt very nice, but I love... What was the question again? <laughs> favorite place. It's okay if you don't oh, want to pick favorites. I hate picking oh, I think I needed to say Beirut, didn't I? <laughs> you can oh, well, say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lebanon. <laughs> I, I, I 
I asked Nadia what her favorite color was, and she was like, there's no way to pick black. one. You always go with black. <laughs> like my heart. Um, Oh. <laughs> but yeah, look, in Lebanon, I love to teach here in Lebanon because it's such a... I feel so good when I see my regular students, like, mm-hmm. always showing up to my classes and always, like, supporting, always wanting to learn. This feeling brings me a lot of joy. I'm not going to say, like, Lebanon is my favorite place to teach, like, but it is a very special place in my heart because yeah. I see I see those regular students wanting to learn or hungry to learn and Mm -hmm. it feels so good to give them what they want and to actually see them doing it like it gives me a huge pleasure to do that here trust me that's awesome okay i'm not asking any more questions because my questions are too hard (laughs) (laughs) it's cool though no it's cool to it's cool to hear like what's the most what's been the most meaningful things or experiences for you even if it's hard to yeah, like pick just one. Because okay, the, guess... the thing is, I, mean, I never thought about it unless someone asked and no one asked. That's what podcasts are for. These tough, exactly. tough <laughs> questions. So is there any anything specific you're working on right now that you want to share? Well, right now I'm kind of working on my own craft. Well, every time I go to a city or a new country, I try and meet with local artists or if not local artists i try to explore the city and see what's important there and whatsoever and i try to incorporate that in an idea that will come to my head and try and use for example if i see a nice space in china that means something that has something to do with history i go back home and i'm like okay how can i use the space and how can i dance in it or what is it that i can do that can showcase this place i don't have anything like specific specific that i'm working on right now but Mm -hmm. i'm constantly thinking like how can i incorporate dance in places that you'd never think you can dance in how can i incorporate the fact that i'm queer arab and going to these places and yeah, just putting my art out there exactly and when i was in romania i actually collaborated with an egyptian designer his name is ahmed he does like amazing designs so we just like i just reach out to designers accessory designers like anything that has yeah and then i'm like hey so i'm in romania i have this concept i would like to do it i saw your work i would love to collaborate with you can we make it happen and then we have like a discussion i tell him my idea he tells me what he wants out of this video and whatever and then i create my own vision so if you want like a more specific answer what i'm working on right now is like my own vision to come alive because I don't feel like working for someone at this moment right now because I don't want to be limited. Because every time I booked a job with someone, it was like, okay, so we want you to create a choreography or we want you to create a concept, but we have limitation, this, this, and this. I'm like, oh, shit. And why are you hiring me? I can't uh-huh. give you what I yeah. what I. That's, that's always the drawback so i yeah so i stepped away from that and i was like i'm just gonna do my idea my own ideas and come up with it work on it do my own research and then i execute it 
Um, so I'm going to do that for the next month and a half while I'm in China. I'm going to try as much as I can to be like doing photo shoots, videos, collaborations with designers, artists, even singers in China, you know, like just reach out to them. And through the school, you know, they also link me up with people and artists and all of that. So I'm going to work on that for the time I'm going to be in China. At the same time, I'm going to be finalizing my artist visa. So whenever I arrive to LA, I can just start working directly and booking jobs. And Yeah, I know getting the artist visa isn't the also, so congrats. I know a lot of people in that process right now. Yeah, that's um, a huge, I know. That's huge. I'm um, excited. It's, it's exciting. You know, it feels good. It feels good to do that. And I'm excited to see what you come up with when you're there. Uh, where can people follow you to find your work like instagram or what's the best place Uh, like yeah yeah basically i move uh, i post all of my work on instagram yes i'm starting to work on my youtube channel but it's still a work in progress but if you want to be updated like right away it's instagram okay yeah and i'll 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 give you a follow back you guys (laughs) (laughs) oh yay Yay. Yeah, I feel special right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, we should all feel special. I feel special too. Oh, <laughs> we're all great. We're all cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so yeah. much. I really hope you have a good trip. Yeah, and that you make really thank meaningful you. connections and stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I'm, I'm glad that we got to talk. I'm a little bit sad because I feel like I want to. I want to be like, okay, and now it's your turn. You need to tell me about yourself. But we'll do that in another phone call. Yeah, this was, this was the Anthony one. Yeah. But it's good, it's good to know that I, I made two new friends right now. Yes, <laughs> I hope we can meet. Yeah, definitely. And I, honestly, I would love to hear about you too as well. So Awesome. Yeah, hopefully we'll it will happen soon, you guys. If you ever are in New York, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's sometimes here. I mean, yeah, I I'll I'm... be close to you once I get to LA. Yes. Yeah, well. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Just a five-hour plane ride, you know. Yeah. Just a 17-hour plane. <laughs> yeah. Queer Arabs all over. Yeah. Yeah, thank you again. Yeah. Thank you for taking the time to do this oh, wow. on, like, your most chaotic weekend. I, I really, know, it's crazy, really but I'm, I'm glad that I got the chance to. Thank you so much, thank you, you guys. I really appreciate it as well. Thank you. Um, you can all follow us at The Queer Arabs on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we have a website, thequeerarabs.com. Please reach out to Ahmed, who does the Arabic side of the podcast, at thequeerarabsinarabic at gmail.com if you want to talk to him about anything. Um, check out his episodes if you know Arabic. And yeah, thank you all so much for listening. <laughs>